Hey guys, my name is Carlos. Most of y'all know me as Cargo. I'm the host for the Go For Two podcast, where I break down the offseason to see how teams got better or worse through free agency in the draft. I create team reports and, of course, do a lot of mock drafts. And during the regular season, I hit you with all the fantasy football information and cover all the big headlines. And, of course, got to cover the playoffs, where I break down matchup and predict winners. Not all the time, of course. But welcome to season four. Let's go for it. All right, so now we take a look at the Philadelphia Eagles, who last year were 14-3. and They were first in the NFC East. Nick Sirianni enters his third season with the Philadelphia Eagles. Last year, they won in the divisional round against the New York Giants. They destroyed the San Francisco 49ers in the conference championship. Um, They were literally a couple plays away from being Super Bowl champions, if not for um, the late heroics of, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Um, Philadelphia could be looking at another Super Bowl here. So um, looking at some of the stats from last year, uh, Jalen Hurts threw for 3,700 yards, 22 passing touchdowns, 760 yards on the ground with 13 rushing touchdowns. Miles Sanders, over 1,200 yards rushing, 11 rushing touchdowns. A.J. Brown had uh, just under 1,500 yards receiving with 11 touchdowns. Devontae Smith, uh, 1,100 yards receiving, 7 touchdowns. Dallas Goddard, um, in limited time, had 702 yards receiving with 3 touchdowns. Um, This offense was one of the top units. Um, They were 3rd in points per game, 3rd in total offense, ninth in passing. Fifth in rushing, they allowed 44 sacks, which was actually a pretty high number, which is 12th most in the NFL. Um, C.J. Garner-Johnson tied the league with six interceptions last year in limited play. Darius Lane and James Bradbury both had three interceptions. Hassan Reddick, 16 sacks last year. Josh Sweats, 11 sacks. Javon Hargrave, 11. Brandon Ingram, 11 sacks. Uh, Fletcher Cox, seven sacks last year. Uh, this defense as a unit was the seventh best in points per game, second best in total defense, uh, first in passing yards allowed, um, 16th in rushing yards allowed. They had 70 sacks last year, which was first in the NFL. Um, this was an insane number. They had 50 more sacks than whoever was in second place. They had four guys with um, double-digit sacks last year. Um, some teams in the NFL don't even have uh, one guy with uh, double-digit sacks, let alone four. Um, and they had 17 interceptions, which was the fourth most in the NFL. Um, some key losses, um, they lost their offensive coordinator, Stane Steichen, and defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon. They're both head coaches now. Um, they lost Miles Sanders, Isaac Sualmalu. They lost Javon Hargraves, TJ Edwards, um, and CJ Gardner Johnson. Some key additions going to be Marcus Mariota, DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, uh, Nicholas Morrow, Terrell Edmonds, Miles Jack, and Zach Cunningham, who they just signed a couple days ago. Um, in the draft, the Philadelphia Eagles ended up with the ninth overall pick, um, and they chose defensive lineman Jalen Carter out of Georgia. Uh, another first-round pick, another Georgia Bulldog, and Nolan Smith. In the third round, they go with offensive guard Tyler Steen out of Alabama. 
Third-round pick, Sidney Brown out of Syracuse. Fourth-round pick, another Georgia Bulldog in Keeley Ringo. Sixth-round pick, quarterback Tanner McGee out of Stanford. And then seventh-round pick, defensive lineman Moro Ojumo out of Texas. Um, what a turnaround it was for the Philadelphia Eagles in 2021 with a season that ended as bad as it did. Um, and then moving into uh, 2022, uh, we all remember that Doug Peterson was fired, uh, benched Jalen Hurts for Nate Sudfeld so they can get a higher draft pick. And now coming into the season, we didn't know there were so many questions about Jalen Hurts. Can he be the guy? And all this guy has done is come – show up to work every single day and um what a testament to his character he's basically proved everybody wrong um i think there are no more question marks about what jalen hurts can't and cannot do um this is a guy that took this team to the super bowl absolutely dominated the regular season took him to the super bowl and was a couple plays away from beating patrick mahomes in the super bowl um so he had an mvp type of season last year came up a little bit short um unfortunately you know the cinderella did come to an end but you know also a lot of credit goes to um you know nick sirianni who a couple years ago kind of like dan campbell you know they had this outrageous speech about you know the plants and the soil and and we all laughed and joked about it but you know who's really laughing now and then of course um the chairman ceo jeff lurie um, and, and GM, general manager, Howie Roseman, the team that they have put together is is absolutely insane. This is by far one of the most talented rosters from top to bottom once again for another year. Um, what they absolutely do well is they make the big moves, they take risk, and, you know, it's paid out. Um, it's been really good for them. So, um, the biggest thing for the Philadelphia uh, Eagles last year, the only issue that I have um, was maybe the strength of schedule. And I'm not saying that they didn't play good teams. I just think they were essentially in the right place at the right time for them to go 8-0 and um, to start the season and then, uh, you know, to win the rest of the games this year. Um, this year's schedule, uh, we'll get into that here in a little bit, but um, I think it's going to be a little bit tougher this year for them to have such a – um, record like 14 and three here, but, um, you know, so Nick Sirianni, like we talked about, he enters his third season. Um, uh, it's going to be really tough to overcome the loss of the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator, um, you know, in the same off season, but with a roster as talented as this, they should still be very effective here. And it obviously starts with Jalen Hurts who, um, you know, rightfully so, should be the one of the top three quarterbacks, if not top two here in the NFL. Um, they bring in Marcus Mariota to be the backup. Um, I like that addition as well. Um, looking at the running back position, Miles Sanders um, leaves for Carolina. Uh, but, you know, what the Philadelphia Eagles do, they bring in Rashad Penny, who had a really good year last year before the injury. And then they go out and trade for another former Georgia Bulldog and, and DeAndre Swift. So, they have Kenneth Gainwell. Um, last year, we really didn't see that running back by committee, but I think this year we could definitely see that. I definitely think that um, DeAndre Swift will be the main guy, uh, but obviously 
both of these guys, Rashad Penny, have a, uh, have a hard time staying healthy. So, um, essentially, you could throw a dart at one of these guys to see, you know, who will stay healthy and who will be the main running back. Because if, if one of these guys was to go down, you have an RB1 in fantasy football for sure here. And as far as the wide receivers, you know, obviously A.J. Brown returns, Devontae Smith returns. Um, they're still going to be very effective pass catchers in this offense. I do think Devontae Smith could have a better season than A.J. Brown just because Devontae will have the lesser corner on him. But nonetheless, these are two wide receiver ones that, it, you know, should be targets in fantasy football for sure. Uh, the third wide receiver, Quez Watkins, has a little bit of a challenge with um, a guy they brought in from Atlanta. Uh, but this is a really deep um, wide receiver core as well. Um, Dallas Goddard, I really love Dallas Goddard. I don't know if he'll get a lot of opportunities. He might have to just be kind of like a red zone guy um, just because this this talent, there's just so much talent on this offense here, but I really like him a lot. Um, looking at this offensive line, they're returning um, four of the five starters from last year. Jordan Malata, um, this was a six-round pick who um, before a couple of years ago never even played football, so – you know, shout out to the Eagles scout that found this guy and was able to develop him. Landon Dickerson is a second-round pick who's becoming one of the best interior offensive linemen. Um, Jason Kelsey, the center, just got re-signed, so he's back for another year, another run at the uh, Super Bowl. Um, they have Cam Jurgens who will replace Isaac Suwalu. Um, he was, a, uh, I believe, a second- or third-round pick a couple of years ago. Um, they also have some... Uh, Tyler Steen, the guy that they drafted in the third round out of Alabama to give him some competition. And then right tackle Lane Johnson has been one of the most consistent right tackles in the game, and he actually might be the best right tackle um, in the NFL. So um, I really don't see this offense, you know, um, you know, taking a step back. Um, it just might be some more philosophy things that they might have to work out um, early in the season here. Uh, now, looking on defense, I, I mean, they essentially – they lost Javon Hargrave. Um, he went on to the San Francisco 49ers. But Fletcher Cox comes back, and they bring in Jalen Carter with the ninth overall pick, which is absolutely um, insane to me. This is the guy that was put on earth to play football. And it's going to be super interesting to see what he does in his rookie year. Um, even with Jordan Davis, you know, kind of being the backup, these two guys, um, hopefully they can get the most out of these guys so we can really see how dominant this defense can be. But they have really good depth at the defensive tackle position, and Fletcher Cox should be a great mentor for both of these guys. Hopefully Jalen Carter can uh, put some of the stuff that's happened to him um, in the past and move forward. And then they bring back uh, Brandon Graham, who's getting up there in age, but Josh Wett's also a guy who's been producing really good numbers. Um, they have Derek Barnett still, Janaris Robinson, as well as another young talent that they have coming up. Um, and then Hassan Reddick is the guy who really um, has been worthwhile for this Philadelphia team. He, this was a guy that wanted to come back to Philly because he's from the area. So that's why you love these hometown like um, comebacks and stuff like that. And then in the first round, they go back to the defensive line, and then they go get another Georgia Bulldog in Nolan Smith, who his NFL comp is actually Hassan Reddick. 
a guy who's a little bit undersized but has some some get off. Um, and I think this is going to be a perfect pair. I mean, um, everything's just falling in line for the Philadelphia Eagles here in the front seven. You know, this is a group that was aging a little bit, but now they have an injection of young youth um, and talent at this position. Um, it's just going to be absolutely insane to watch these guys grow up. As a Cowboy fan, I'm absolutely terrified, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, looking at the linebacker position, they brought in Nicholas Morrow. Um, and Nicobe Dean was a third-round pick last year. He steps into that starting middle linebacker role. I really like him a lot. Uh, for some reason, he fell in the draft to the third round. Um, I don't think he's in camp right now because I think he's finishing up some school or something like that. So I think that's why they brought in Miles Jack and Zach Cunningham to kind of be some depth and rotation for the middle linebacker position. Uh, but I'm not worried at all. Uh, the secondary, I mean, you have James Bradbury and Darius Slade, two of the best corner duos in the NFL right now. They have Avante Maddox, who's played really well over the last couple of years. They brought in Greedy Williams. And then they have a project player here in the fourth round that they got out of Georgia, another Bulldog, and Keely Ringo. And the reason why I like him is he's big, he's fast, he's a little raw at the position cornerback. Um, a couple years in the system, learning from Slay and Bradbury. Um, in you know, maybe two, three years' time, he could be one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Now the safety position is a little bit of a question mark for me, but I, I like that the guys that they have here – um, on the depth chart, uh, Reed Blankenship, you know, kind of had a little bit of a role last year. He's going to have a bigger role this year. They brought in Terrell Edmonds to compete with Kayvon Wallace. And uh, look out for third-round pick Sidney Brown out of Syracuse. Um, I think he's going to be a really good uh, um, rotational player right now for them, but I look for him to start sooner rather than later. So, once again, I pretty much just named all the stars for Philadelphia on offense and defense. Um, the biggest thing for me, like I said, is are they going to be able to overcome some of the youth that they have, like on defense, on the on the defensive line? I think they're just going to be fine. Um, and then it's just about the scheme change with the new coordinators coming in. Um, how much different is it going to be, and how long will it take for them to uh, gel and play together. I think they're going to be fine, like I said. Um, I don't think they're going to do as well as last year just because the strength of schedule is going to be a little bit tougher. Uh, but they're still, I think, the team to beat in the um, entire NFC conference. So um, look out for the Philadelphia Eagles once again. Um, so looking at their schedule, they start off with the New England Patriots. I think that's a game that they will win, but they could lose. Um, again, in week two with the Minnesota Vikings, they're going to be a tough team on a Thursday night, a short week. They could split that series right there, one and one. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday night, I think they win that game off a long week, a tough loss. Uh, they beat the Commanders. They beat the Rams. The Jets, obviously, you know, a couple weeks in, I think the Jets will be really good at that time. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, that one's going to be really interesting, too. It's going to be Tua versus Jalen Hurts, like, back up against a starter. I took your job. Like, you know, I think Jalen Hurts will want to get the best of, of Tua in Miami for sure. Um, and then they go back to the Commanders. It should be another easy win. November 5th, when they play the Dallas Cowboys, um, 
I think at home they're going to pretty much split the series with the Cowboys. I think they'll win one, lose one. Um, and then they have a bye week, and then on Monday night football against the Kansas City Chiefs, I think they win that game just because they want to get a little bit of revenge against Patrick Mahomes. And then week 12, week 13, week 14, week 15, I mean, that's going to be a tough stretch. They got the Buffalo Bills, San Francisco 49ers, Cowboys, and Seahawks. So um, that'll be a tough four-game stretch. They come back to the Giants. Um, They'll probably play an Arizona Cardinal team that's not starting Kyler Murray anymore. So I think they win that one. And then they beat the Giants um, just to keep the Giants out of the playoffs and give themselves a chance to uh, win the division. But I think the Cowboys will end up winning the division. Um, But that's pretty much what I got for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, They're still the team to beat here in the NFC. Just want to say thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys follow me on social media. And always just remember, go for two.